0: Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, an in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. We're coming to the close of a great series of studies. God's mission, my mission, and your mission, our mission, joining God in His amazing work. We're so excited that we've been able to study this practical series together. And if you missed anything in the series, go to our website, Go to Hopetv.org slash You can watch the entire series. You can go to our YouTube channel and you can watch the whole series there because there are practical lessons for our lives today. The title for today's study, The End of mm-hmm. God's Mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say, Derek, when will it end? It will end when all is accomplished mm-hmm. and all who are willing to be saved right. have been gathered into His eternal kingdom. It's a great topic. We're glad you joined us. Welcome to the team. Amen. Great series of studies, Amazing. really practical. Today, the end of God's mission. We're going to talk about collaboration together and the final outcome of mission. Mm. It's going to be a great study. want to welcome our team members joining remotely, too. Sabina, always good to see you. Glad you're with us today. Haiti, great to have you back with us. And Leah, good to have you with us today. You know, I'm so thankful for our remote team members, too, because some of them live far away, Mm -hmm. and we can still continue to have them on our team. But we're especially glad that you're on our team. You say, me? (laughs) Yes, you! Because we don't have just passive observers on Hope Sabbath School, but active participants. And part of being active is writing to us at sshope at hopetv.org. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you can also, on our YouTube channel, you can leave comments, and, and we actually have hundreds of people leaving comments uh, on our YouTube channel. But But when we get an email, we get excited. We share it with the whole team, with the media team, because it's encouraging to see mm-hmm. how God is blessing you through a study of His Word. sshope at hopetv.org is our address. We'd love to hear from you. Here's just a short note from Botswana. Mm-hmm. Now, Botswana, we have a team member from Botswana, Tendi. Uh, she's not on the team today, but her husband, Scott, is. So, Scott, yeah. a wave out to Botswana. Oridice, yeah. Oridice, uh, I bet Tendi could Pronounce that better than I did, but Oraditi says, Hello, Hope Sabbath School. Hello. Got the wave. I love this program. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's a short message, a but made the point. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for writing to us from Botswana. Here's a note from Samuel in Australia. Mm. Samuel, good day. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Hope Sabbath School each week while driving to work. Mm. Amen. I'm truly blessed with a loving wife and three happy and healthy IVF success kids." <laughs> wow. Now, I, for those who don't know what that means, I think it means they're miracle children mm. right. uh, that didn't come really easily. Right. But there are three of them. Mm. Amen. And a career as a longshoreman now, that's someone who works on a ship, right? Yeah. Is that right, Jason? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A longshoreman who has every Friday sunset to Saturday sunset off-site. Oh, Amen. Amen. So I can honor God's Holy Sabbath day each week. Amen. Amen. And it's been like that for 16 years. Wow. God. Never been a problem, writes Samuel. I am the only longshoreman in the southern hemisphere that receives this time off each week. Wow! Well, I'm going to get an email from someone else <laughs> saying I'm the second one. Maybe there's <laughs> ten. Uh, didn't Elijah say one time I'm the only one? Yeah. Yes. And the Lord said, uh, actually, That's I have seven thousand, thousand. <laughs> that I haven't bowed the knee. But thank you for your testimony, Samuel. Samuel, it's an encouragement, not just a. Longshore men, I guess if it's female, <laughs> longshore women, right? Mm-hmm. But to anyone who says, I want to honor God and remember his holy Sabbath day mm-hmm. that God provided for Samuel right. in Australia. Thanks for writing to us. Here's a note, a handwritten note, short note from a donor in Georgia, mm. in the United States, mm. with a little smiley. It says, Hello, Hope Sabbath School Team. Hello. Hello smiley (laughs) thank you all for helping me with my new favorite thing in the world wow Mm. learning more about god's word amen Amen. (laughs) Amen. you gotta smile when you read that Mm -hmm. thank you all and a donation of a hundred dollars to bless the donor-supported ministry of hope sabbath school thank you donor from georgia you know who you are And we're thankful to each one of you who partners with us. You make a difference. You really do. We're in about 200 countries around the world. Many join us on their smartphone, their iPad, join us through some social media platform. Thank you for being part of that great miracle. We appreciate you very much. One last note. Oh, this one is from our YouTube channel. We're rapidly approaching 100,000 subscribers Mm. on our YouTube channel, and San writes and says, these Hope Sabbath School studies are so encouraging Mm. and exciting that I'm always jumping with excitement. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see that. (laughs) We have to live and share the Good News. Amen. We can't keep quiet. That's right. Yeah. I can see Sam right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> can't keep quiet. He closes, to God be the glory. Right. Amen. Sam, Amen. 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 thanks for writing to us uh, on our YouTube channel. And thanks to all of you who watch on YouTube. We're thankful you can share that with others if you're a YouTuber and say, hey, you can watch Hope Sabbath School and learn more about the Word of God. Right now, we'd like to invite you to sing our theme song. We've been singing it through this whole series 3,000 year old scripture song with a tune that my wife put to it to help us sing it. I will praise you, O Lord, Mm. with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. Let's sing it together. Imagine a Hope Sabbath School member saying, is this the last time we're going to sing the song? (laughs) No, you can sing it in worship. You can sing it while you take your walk. You can sing it while you're making lunch. We want to praise God with a whole heart, and we want to be part of the mission. Am I right? Sing it together.
1: I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell all your marvelous words. I will be glad and rejoice
2: in You. I will sing praise to Your Name almost
0: high. God's mission, our mission. Today, we're studying about the end of God's mission, when it will all be accomplished. And as uh, we cry out, even so, Come, Mm. Lord Jesus, let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank You that we have been given the invitation to join You in a heavenly mission. As we study on Hope Sabbath School today, may the Holy Spirit guide us. May we see that You are more anxious for us to be with You for eternity than we are even to ask that You love us with an immeasurable and unfailing love, and You want us to share that good news with the world. Amen. So guide us as we study. Each Hope Sabbath School member around the world, we pray Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, today we're going to focus on the book of Revelation, but also some other passages as we talk about, well, the end of all things. Revelation was given by the Holy Spirit envision the revelation of Jesus Christ. And who received the revelation? Do you remember? John. John. And through Him, the revelation comes to all of, us. all of us, right? Let's look at the beginning of the story. Stephanie, if you could begin in Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 through 6.
3: And I'll be reading from the New King James Version the revelation of jesus christ which god gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place and he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant john who bore witness to the word of god and to the testimony of jesus christ to all things that he saw blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy And keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. "...to Him who loved us and washed us from our sins in His own blood, and has made us kings and priests to His God and Father, to Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen."
0: Amen. 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 So, what's the main theme of the book of Revelation? Anyone? Jesus. Jesus, that's right. What specifically about Jesus...
3: Of salvation. Yes.
0: Who he was, what he's doing, Mm -hmm. and what he will do. And what he will do. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Scott. It's all about Jesus Mm -hmm. from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Haiti, do you know where John was when he received this revelation about end time?
4: Yes. He was um, on the island of Patmos where he had been banished because by this time, I don't know how many of the other disciples were living, but I know that many of them had died, mostly um, had been killed. And he, they tried to kill him, but God said, not yet, it isn't time. They weren't able to kill him, so instead they banished him.
0: My (laughs) wife and I had the privilege uh, some time ago to go to the Isle of Patmos. Mm. It wasn't a resort island back then. (laughs) It was like in America, there was an island called Alcatraz, (laughs) a prison island. Yeah. Maybe uh, in your part of the world they have islands. I think Napoleon was put on an island, mm-hmm. banished to an island. But isn't it amazing? We're talking about God's mission. God's mission is not hindered mm-hmm. by human engineering, is it? Wow. Praise God for that. God. Amen. So, thank you, Haiti, for pointing out he's on a prison island, mm-hmm. and yet God is still going to speak the message, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to go to 1 Peter 2, verse 9, because this mission, he says, blessed is the one who reads, reads. right? And the one who hears, hears, Hears. and the one who keeps or does, right? So, to read would mean you've got the message, and you are sharing it. Mm -hmm. So, we might say in today's language also, God's mission, blessed is the one who reads it reads. There, or teaches it or shares yeah, there, it. Yeah, thank you. Blessed is the one who shares yes.
5: mm-hmm.
0: that good news. Amen. It, he was talking about a manuscript, you read it, but right. blessed is the one who shares the good news. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? Let's mm-hmm. take a look in First Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. Why don't we just say, while well, the revelation was given, you read it. What's our role in that, Sean? Mm-hmm. Would you read in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9? Yes, 1 Peter
6: 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness and into His marvelous light." Mm. So,
0: back to our 3,000-year-old Scripture song, Mm. I will praise You, O Lord, with my whole whole heart. I will tell of all Your marvelous works. What is one marvelous work that we can tell? We are chosen. That that we have been saved, that we have been rescued, that we have been transformed, Mm -hmm. right? But there's other things about the marvelous work that Mm. that we need to share. Haiti. could you read Revelation 1 We're in Revelation, but 1 and verse 7, because as was pointed out, it's not simply that Jesus was the one given the revelation, but there was something important. It's actually at the beginning of the book of Revelation and the very end of the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. What is that truth that is revealed?
4: I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Revelation 1, 7 says, Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Scan your knowledge of the Gospels. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want you to read it, but just quote it. Can you think of places where jesus spoke about his coming again anybody yes gladys
1: john 14
0: yes he said i will go and prepare a place for you and i will come back i will come again yes. right another reference stephanie first thessalonians okay i'm thinking in the gospels but we that's okay. a revelation given to paul later i have an you oh, are you an axe okay <laughs> stay in the gospels right now jesus says as, as lightning flashes on the east, to the east and goes to into the, the west,
1: west so shall be the day of the So mankind. also will yep. yes.
0: the coming of the Son, the Son of Man, Son. Man be. Jesus speaks many times, doesn't he? Mm. Yes. Uh, John 14 is one of my favorites, verses 1 to 3. But uh, you wanted to go some other places. <laughs> you, who wanted to go to Acts? Oh, yes, John, uh, <laughs> quote that one for us. That was the angels, wasn't uh-huh. it?
7: When Jesus ascended, the angels said, This same Jesus that has taken up. He will come down the same manner.
0: In the same manner as you've seen Him go into heaven, right? That's Acts 1, verses like 8 through 11, mm-hmm. right? And, Stephanie, you were thinking of a revelation given to the Apostle Paul mm-hmm. in 1 Thessalonians 4, and what did that say? That the dead
3: in Christ will rise first, and then we which are alive and remain will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the
0: air. By the way, that challenges the idea that it's secret, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. Because we read in chapter 1, 7 of Revelation, mm-hmm. every, every eye will see, see Him, right? Him. Yeah. So this is powerful message. Now, we're talking, we could study a whole Bible study <laughs> on the return of Jesus, but He is coming back. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Just the way they saw Him go, literal, visible, mm-hmm. audible, mm-hmm. Yep. personal, Jesus, and glorious. I'm getting excited. Jesus <laughs> is coming back. Amen. And Amen. He says, be ready. Yeah. Yes. For in such an hour as you think not, <laughs> Yes. The Son, the Son of, Man of Man comes. Now we're talking about God's mission That's right. yes. and our mission and the end of God's mission. Why is there a sense of urgency mm-hmm. about joining God in His mission? We know He's coming back. Well, yeah. let's go to Revelation chapter fourteen, verses six through twelve. Revelation chapter fourteen, verses six. Through 12. John, would you read that for us, please? Mm-hmm. There's a sense of urgency even in the first verse.
7: Mm-hmm. Revelation 14, verses 6 through 12 reads from the ESV, Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. And he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory And another angel, a third, followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives a mark on his forehead or in his hand, he also will drink the wine of God's wrath poured full strength into the cup of his anger, and he will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night. These worshippers of the beast and its image and whoever receives the mark of its name. Here is a call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus.
0: So, that is a powerful message, and I just want to speak to you where you're watching today. We have a whole series Mm -hmm. [3] on these three angels' messages called Three Cosmic Messages. You can go to our website, HopeTV.org. You can watch, we spent a whole series of studies mm-hmm. on the three cosmic messages, but the key elements mm-hmm. of those messages, where do you see the urgency? As John was reading, mm-hmm. anybody? Where do you see the urgency? Yes, Steph? The angel flying. The, angel. the angel's flying, he's not strolling. <laughs> he's flying, and, and what else did you hear in the beginning, Scott? He says Babylon
5: is fallen. He, but
0: before that, in oh. the first verse, there, he's not only flying, but the hour of his judgment. No, no, has before come that, loud <laughs> loud Thank you, Jason. It's loud voice. Yep. Uh, Sabina, you you were maybe going to shout out loud voice. <laughs> <laughs> loud voice, right? What what he what's conveyed in the loud voice? What does that what does that convey to people?
2: So I don't think anyone is is shouting if they want to don't wanna be listened to. If if you say something very out loud it's because there is you want people to hear you, right? Maybe they're not paying attention, maybe the place around you is noisy, so you need to make your voice loud voice louder so that others can pay attention. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's about an everlasting gospel, it's about worshiping the Creator mm-hmm. and we know the significance of Sabbath for honoring the Creator. Mm-hmm. And it's about judgment. Actually the judgment is already taking place. The hour of His judgment has come. That's a whole nother prophecy. Mm-hmm. So again, if you've missed the series on three cosmic messages, go to our website, hopetv.org. Mm-hmm. But there's this sense of urgency. Now, I want to talk about mission. Why is it important that every person on the planet hears this last-day message? Mm-hmm. Sean? God doesn't
6: want to lose any of them. You know, as we were reading there in verses 9 through 12, I thought to myself, this is going to make God weep. God doesn't want to judge anyone, Mm -hmm. and He wants us to get the mission out there so
0: everyone has a
6: chance for salvation. Mm -hmm.
0: So, I'd like someone to read 2 Peter 3 and verse 9. I I kind of heard, Sean, in your words that it was there. Haiti, could you read for us? 2 Peter 3, verse 9. It's actually one of my favorite verses. By the way, the next verse says, "...the day of the Lord will come." Yeah. Yes. yes. So, so, it's not like He might come. <laughs> the day of the Lord will come, and, by the way, the elements will melt mm. with fervent heat, so judgment's coming, too. Okay. But, but uh, Sean alluded to it. Haiti, what, what do you read in 2 Peter 3, verse 9?
4: And I'll be reading from the New King James Version, and it says, "...the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance.
0: Amen. Yeah, thank you for the smile that went along with that. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Perhaps one of the best-known verses in the entire Bible, Mm -hmm. John 3, verse 16, Says, God so loved the world. The world. That's right. God so loved the world. So there's this sense of urgency Mm -hmm. everyone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. needs to hear. And I, I, I appreciated what you shared. God finds no pleasure in the death of rebellious people. He wants everyone to repent and to be saved. Travis?
8: You asked the question, Derek, why it was so vitally important that the message be shared. And I believe everything that we've said, but I just want to make the point, Jesus won't come back until every person has had that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So that, to me, is why it's important. If we want Him to come back, um, we can hasten by sharing this Mm -hmm. message because when every person is reached, Mm -hmm. He will return.
0: 2 Peter 3 goes on after the text that was read and mm-hmm. said, looking for and mm-hmm. hastening. That's right. yes. Now, I don't think we tell God what to do, mm-hmm. but God knows when we join Him in His mission yeah. that that the mission will go forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Sabina?
2: And also, the other thing that comes to my mind is that the Bible does say, in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 24, as when Jesus is uh, explaining to His apostles how is it that He's, second coming would happen and it says that it would happen in a way that every person could see it so that also speaks to me of god's desire to make sure this is visible to every single person Mm -hmm. that he could gather all from from all parts of the earth Mm -hmm. into his plan and that he doesn't have just a few chosen elect that he's going Mm -hmm. to like Mm -hmm. hide try to protect other people from seeing him you know he wants Mm -hmm. all to know
0: that's right. oh, thank you so much. And I want to reinforce what Travis said, and then I see some hands here. And th- that is, again, in 24 of Matthew, mm-hmm. where where uh, Sabina was quoting, this gospel will be preached as a witness mm-hmm. to, to all, all, all nations. And in case we got that, just think, well, I preached a little bit in Uganda and a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Every nation, kindred, tongue, and, pe- and, people. and people. That's right. So... And it's it's not like oh, we'll check this off. It's with the heart of God, amen. The love of God, that that this urgent message goes out, Scott.
5: Well, you just um, quoted the verse I was going to quote in Matthew twenty four fourteen, um, and we find that other places too. I mean, the Great Commission says, you know, go therefore into all the world, right? All nations, all nations, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's repeated throughout Scripture.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, in all of those uh, preach the gospel to every nation, it's, it's over and over again everyone needs to hear. Mm-hmm. John?
7: In the three angels' messages, it precedes uh, John looking at the second coming of Jesus. So, the three angels' messages actually prepares the world for the second coming of Jesus, Amen. and so it has to be proclaimed.
0: So, I'm going to ask Lee, if you would read for us, please. Uh, we're going to look at the this mission work is collaborative, not only joining God in His mission. We know that's true, right? Yeah. Acts 1.8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes, but actually working together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just think about this for a moment. Um, what would Hope Sabbath School be like if it was just one person? Mm-hmm.
9: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's just one little example, right, yeah. of collaboration. Uh, Leah, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6 and 7, the Apostle Paul describes uh, mission work as working together you read that for us.
2: I will be reading from the English Standard Version, and it reads, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave
0: the growth. Mm-hmm. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Amen. All right, it mentions yeah. some names, right? Apollos yep. and uh, Paul, and mm-hmm. we could have said Cephas, right, or Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it, God gives the growth, Does our involvement mean anything? Yes. Yes. Of course it does, does. John. Tell me why it means something. Well, God still wants us to plant that seed. Mm -hmm. He
6: still wants us to nurture. Someone watered. That's right. Of course, we can't force the growth, but God comes alongside us. We are co-laborers with God Mm -hmm. in fulfilling the mission in someone's life.
3: Yes. Stephanie? So it's not just for the person we're planting the seed too, but it's for our growth, for our spiritual Ah, growth. Gladys? Everybody
1: is in a journey, and and we will meet people at different stages of their journey. So whatever we do to increase that that, that growth, and either by sharing our testimony or just just speaking what God has done in our lives, that will increase the, the, the possibility of that person getting to know Jesus as their personal Savior.
0: All right, Sabina?
1: yeah I just
2: I just wanted to go along with what Stephanie just shared because I find that this mission is not only about those we are reaching out. Mm-hmm. the The Bible states clearly that the main way God would bring growth to us is as we walk alongside Jesus mm-hmm. in the same mission. right? Look at how he did with his disciples, with his apostles. He was in service. He was in proclaiming his kingdom, that he could also teach them very important lessons so that they could continually abide in Jesus. So, that's also important for us, that we stay connected to Him in proclaiming, and that will help us uh, maintain our devotion and our growth in Christ.
0: Amen. All right, I'm going to let you read for us John chapter 4. Scott, if you could read verses 35 to 38, and let's see how Jesus um, reinforces, uh, maybe Jesus said it first, of course, what Paul says about collaboration about working together. Uh, This is actually in the context of the woman at the well Mm -hmm. at Sychar, John 4, 35 to 38. All right, and it says, "'Do you not say,
5: "'There are yet four months, then comes a harvest?' "'Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes, "'and see that the fields are are white for harvest. "'Already the one who reaps is receiving wages "'and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you do not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor.
0: So, we're working together, yeah. right? And we're experiencing joy in that journey. Now, if indeed mission work is collaborative, and there's no right or wrong order of what you're going to share. John, you could start if you would. What are some important preparations? Mm-hmm. Because if what Travis said earlier is true, that that actually we can not only look for, it, but actually hasten the glorious appearing mm-hmm. under the sovereignty of God, I understand mm-hmm. that, but we're part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some important preparations? Because some people aren't collaborative, right? They're competitive mm-hmm. or they're critical or. What would you say? Give me one important preparation.
7: I mean we can go right to the book of Acts where before they preached the gospel, the disciples, they came together and they made things right with God and with one another.
0: So let's see, boy, if we just start with the first one, making <laughs> things right with God, that would be important, wouldn't it? But you're saying also make things right with each other,
5: yeah. Scott? You know, if we realize that it's not about our own skill. Mm-hmm. No matter how much skill any of us has, we do not have the power to lead anybody to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, thus, it's all about God, and just whatever role I play, whatever role Gladys plays, you know, it doesn't matter because we're all on the same
0: team. Yeah. Amen. And you will receive power when the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. comes upon you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to give a remote an opportunity to share. What other important preparation Do you see? we got to be connected to God. Mm -hmm. We need the power that comes from on high. Sabina? Uh,
2: I also think that besides that, it's very important that we're seeking Jesus to know what is our role to play. You know, the Bible says we are a body that has multiple parts, as you're sharing. So we need also to help, His help to discern what is our skill and talent and role to play in this mission so that we can be most effective.
0: So someone might say, well, I want to... Be in charge of a project when the gift may not be administration. Right. Mm-hmm. They they may be have a gift of helps, mm-hmm. right? Or the gift of mercy. Yeah. So I appreciate what was shared. That we need to say what what is the gift the Holy Spirit has given me mm-hmm. that I can use mm-hmm. uh, in that ministry. Can take a few more comments and then I want to give you an opportunity to share a mission experience where you really saw collaboration. Mm-hmm. All right, not just primarily, of course, with God, but not just being kind of a lone person, Mm -hmm. but working together in mission. Gladys?
1: I think that in preparation, you you have to be humble before God, because what He may ask you to do, you may not be so willing to do.
0: He may ask you to lay down your life. Exactly. I was moved when I heard about, I forget how many couples uh, in Brazil, when the call came to go to unentered areas in the 1040 window. Mm-hmm. How many couples responded, willing to never go home? Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Think about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Willing absolutely. to never go home, mm. because they're joining God
1: in His mission. In his
0: mission. Yeah. But I think there's joy on that journey too, isn't yes, there? Absolutely. There's joy on that journey. Let's let's talk about an opportunity, Travis. You want to share an opportunity where you really saw some collaboration, and. Uh, yeah, one may sow, another may reap, and uh, joining with God, but also working together.
8: You know, Derek, I started 13 years ago, my first mission trip, was it even a Christian. Um, in the, it was a
0: Christian mission trip. It
8: was a Christian but mission trip. But you were trip. not yet a devoted follower I think I attended church three times prior to that. Mm. And uh, so I went on a mission trip into in the uh, country of Guyana. And now my wife and I, by the grace of God, operate a, uh, a mission there. Uh, and uh, God has worked amazingly. Like, we, we had a request for missionaries. And the next day I had p- missionaries from Thailand, who originally from the Philippines, mm. say... Our visas have ran out, and God, uh, we want to serve God. Do you know where we can go? Mm -hmm. And they accepted the call, and this is only seven months into the journey. God has been blessing them. Their names are Michael and Maria. We'll we'll remember them
0: in prayer, but let's go back to your first mission trip. Uh, That was a collaboration. you didn't go by yourself. I didn't know it. How anybody. did that? How did that mission? Because this is God's mission, my mission. You're saying I wasn't even a fully devoted follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But how did that mission trip? I don't know the answer. Tell us. How did it
8: impact you? I think Derek. Uh, I kind of knew that I should be a good guy and this kind of things. But I made some mistakes even on the trip. Uh, there was a, a man by the name of Judd, Had uh, Bill and Laura Labore that were there. They showed me mercy while I was on the trip. Oh. I let my mouth slip. You mean you weren't times.
0: perfect? <laughs> when you, <No>. when.
8: <laughs> I was not perfect. But, you know, those those people were so kind. And and uh, even to this day, I have friends with them. And uh, they've been a big part of my journey. It was just, it was really amazing to get involved and to have someone be merciful to me um, when I knew that I would you know, said or done some things that I shouldn't have.
0: Haiti, I see your hand raised there. We just listened to a very honest uh, testimony from Travis. I don't want to hear what he said when he let his uh, tongue slip, but uh, that tells me that God can use imperfect people like us. All of us are imperfect, right, Uh, in His mission. Uh, Exciting. Haiti, share with us.
4: Well, my church recently finished VBS, which for those people who don't know what that stands for, it's Vacation Bible School. It's um, a week where you have programming that is geared uh, to minister to children and to teach them about Jesus. And I was amazed at how we all came together. And we were actually just talking about this. And I was saying, wow, I see now na- clearly here what Paul is referring to when he says we are the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, some are hands, some are feet, some are the mouth, some are the eyes, because there were people who did construction people who prepared meals for the staff, people who led uh, different activities for the kids, like the games, or someone who led the Bible story section, someone who came and decorated, someone um, who came and just donated different things in order to put this all together, people who sang, and I just saw all of the this great pool of God's uh, people coming together and contributing their talents their time, their energy for one collective effort. And, and, and I just thought that was just a prime example of how when we collaborate and we remember that the head of that body is Christ and not any of us, but we mm-hmm. all have something to contribute, it's beautiful. Yeah. It was literally beautiful.
0: Katie, stay with us for just a minute, because someone's uh, listening to your testimony, and they're saying you must uh, be a member of like a 5,000-member church <laughs> to have so many people helping. Uh, how large is your church family?
4: I don't honestly know, Pastor Derek, maybe <laughs> 150 to 200-some-odd people.
0: Sounds so like a lot of candy, people
4: But definitely involved. not thousands.
0: Yeah, a lot of people got involved then.
4: Yes. Praise God, they
0: did, yes. Thank you for sharing. That's a beautiful testimony. Mm-hmm. By the way, that wasn't in Guyana, as beautiful as that is, or Papua New Guinea. That, that was uh, right in Haiti's home territory yep. that, yes. that, that that miracle was taking place, mm-hmm. right? Someone else have a story to share, uh, John?
7: No, One of my mentors said that people come into the church because of truth, but they stay in the church because of fellowship and truth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's an evangelist who comes and preaches the truth. People accept, but the members have to uh, have fellowship with them, and they say that a person who comes into the church should know 10 names at least so Mm -hmm. they will stay within the church. Mm. So, mission is not only for the pastor or an evangelist, but also of the local church
0: members. That's the collaboration. By the way, I would add... Some people come because of the fellowship, and then they learn the truth. It can work both ways, right? Uh, See how they love one another, and then, oh, please tell me. We had a, a class, a program, I should say, about not telling everything at first, just loving and caring. Jason?
10: Yeah, my first assignment in the Navy on this ship, we actually, I was given a Bible study to facilitate. And so it was a blessing because I was reaping the benefits of another young man who had the Bible study. But then me and my friends, we came together, seven of us, we prayed and we fasted. And that Bible study blew up to about like 25. And so the collaborative effort of us coming together on the ship, you know, was a blessing to see how God was working with all of us.
0: Hallelujah. The expression blew up and ship doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I know the Bible study blew up. Yeah. That means it got big, right? Yeah, the got ship big. didn't yeah. blow up. Exactly. But uh, by the way, you weren't a chaplain. You no. were in the Navy. No. But you weren't a chaplain and yet you were on a mission. Yeah,
10: by the grace of God.
0: And how did that impact you personally? Not just how big mm-hmm. did it grow, mm-hmm. but how would you say, I mean, here you are now mm-hmm. on Hope's Sabbath School team, right? right? Exactly. How would you say uh, that mission there on the ship impacted you personally?
10: Well, personally, it allowed me to have that relationship with God even the more. It helped me study my Word because God actually answered our prayer. And so it just reminded me that God is a God that answers prayer, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. So it was beautiful.
0: Gladys, you have some experiences and you're smiling. So tell me how you saw working together a mission and how it impacted you.
1: Yes, I was a missionary in in Philippines and in Korea. But um, even though I was born and raised in the church, it was like in missions that I really knew God. I met God there and God met me there because I saw miracles. And just like Jason was saying, people just coming together and speak in different languages. I didn't speak the language in, in, in Philippines, so I had to have a translator with me whenever I went to share the word. And I remember sometimes all of us missionaries would get on a bus to go from where we were to, to the capital, to Cavite, from Vita to Manila, and w- there was a preacher with us that he was from Mexico, and he would preach the word in Spanish, I would translate it to English, and another would translate it to Tagalog, and it was the whole trip, we will be singing and praising in three languages, and sometimes in many more. But it was just an amazing experience of sharing the word of God.
0: Amen. I'd love to have been on that bus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, You—you've got one preaching, another translating, and another translating, and—and yeah. and by the grace of God, everybody hearing, right? Amen. I see Amen. a remote hand raised, but let me go to Scott first. Um, you know,
5: sometimes collaboration can be something that you don't even realize is happening. Mm-hmm. So. Um, one time I was part of a church planting project, and we brought in an evangelist. We, we mailed out flyers. We, we did all kinds of promotion advertising and advertising, and our flyer had on the inside a big picture of Jesus' second coming, a big painting. And so the event came and went and so forth. Sometime later, we did this again with a different evangelist. And one of the ladies who came to the second meeting, when I went to visit her, she showed me the first handbill that she hung on her wall. Picture and, of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, picture of Jesus, the second coming. And she said, you know, when you had that other event several, you know, some time ago, I wanted to come, but I wasn't able to come. And now this time I'm able to come. So, So there was that team effort that we didn't even know was happening, but God was orchestrating it.
0: Yeah, yeah that kind of reminds me, you know, when you first plant a garden and you put the seed in, you come back the next day and stare at the ground, <laughs> come back the next day, and, and what I hear you saying when we join God in His mission, uh, it may take time. In fact, it may take so much time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. finish the text, it may take so much time that one person Water. plants, yes. another person Water. And, Water. and another person reaps, yeah. reaps it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but what's still important to plant the seed, exactly. right? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Sabina, I see your hand raised
2: yeah so i'm thinking of this time i went to cuba with my colleagues from the seminary and we went on a reaping mission and i got to baptize a few people that they had actually been studying the bible already before i came so i I had to connect with them and reinforce some doctrines but they were already ready to to uh to baptism and they wanted to engage with us who were there just for that visit so i saw that there was a collaboration i would not have done that by myself Mm. Mm. So, and I just wanted to call attention that we haven't spoken about Hope Sabbath School much. And just this weekend, I had a person come to me in the church. He was from India. My church is in British Columbia, Canada. This person was visiting my church and he knew me. He knew me. He started talking about how he follows Hope Sabbath School. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I, I had such a realization of the power that there is in media ministry also, right? and all the people who are collaborating to make Hope Sabbath School happen, the people who are behind the cameras. So I just want to praise God and encourage and say that there's things we could never do just by our own selves. Actually, most of the working mission, and we need to rely on each other and praise God on the way. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Sabina, for pointing that out. When I said, Sabina, someone clicked a switch. In the master control area, right? <laughs> so, the picture of Sabina came up on the wall. Exactly. So, what, what we're saying is we're all part of the body. Amen. We're all collaborating together. I, I want us to... Uh, does anyone else have an experience you want to share? I want to give you an opportunity. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and not only is the recipient blessed, but we're blessed, oh, right. right? I want to go back to the text that we read. Who read for us Second Peter 3, verse 9? You remember who you were that read Second Peter three nine.
3: I think it was
0: Stephanie. Stephanie, did you read that verse for us about the Lord is not slack concerning his promise? I didn't, but you I didn't. Can. But you read it now. Absolutely. But but I quoted a little farther on. I'd like you to read Second Peter three nine through thirteen, because we want to talk about mission accomplished.
3: Mm. All right, and I'll be reading in the New King James Version. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up Look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells."
0: So, Peter was a fisherman, Mm -hmm. a businessman, but he gave his heart to Jesus. When Jesus said, follow me, Mm -hmm. he left his boat, (laughs) left his nets. Andrew went with him, right? And, And now he's talking prophetically. He's received a revelation about what's going to happen in the future. He's listened to the teaching of Jesus. What important points did you hear in that revelation? This is his second letter mm-hmm. to Christians, right? What important elements did you hear that are important when we think about God's mission and joining him in that mission? Sean? Well,
6: the first thing I noticed is when Jesus comes, it's the end. Mm. There is no second chance. There's no prolonged decision. Now is the time to get ready. And so, as we do the mission, we, we take on the sense of urgency. Mm. This is our second chance. And we want to make sure as many people hear the
0: gospel story. Thank you for sharing that, Sean. And while you were sharing, I thought of the words in Revelation, it is finished, right? right? The one who is righteous, Mm -hmm. righteous still, the one who's filthy. So you're saying, and by the way, some people say, well, if I miss it this time, maybe I'll get another time. And the answer is no. Today, if you hear his voice, today's the day of salvation, right? Don't harden your heart. What else did you hear, Uh, Jason?
10: I like verse 13 at the bottom when it says, according to His promise. You know, it's a promise right there that God has for us.
0: A new heavens and a new earth. By the way, do you know where that is in the Bible? Revelation. Revelation. The new heaven and the new earth. Revelation 21. But the promise given before that that Peter knew about, is in the prophet Isaiah. He yeah. speaks about new heavens and new earth, right? Yeah. So, Peter knew his Bible too, right? Yeah. Exactly. He's believing the Word, but then, of course, it's spoken of in the book of Revelation. Yeah. What else struck you, anybody? What hit you as you heard these words?
1: Yes, Gladys? I like in verse 11, it says that, "...since everything will be destroyed, we're sometimes so caught up mm. with things of this earth mm. that distract us ah. from the mission." Mm-hmm. So, since everything will be destroyed, what kind of people should we be? Mm.
0: And the answer is, first, we need a saving connection, and secondly, we join God in His mission, right? We join God there. Sabina?
2: Uh, So, I think what is calling my attention here the most is on verse 9 that says that the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, and yet, uh, instead, He is long-suffering. So, that's a call for us also, to be long-suffering and passionate about continuing reaching out, even when things seem to be difficult, because it's primarily difficult to God, you know, like He, and He is not giving up on it. He is continually pouring on it, and He wants nobody to uh, to perish but all to come to repentance, as it's saying here at the end of the same verse, verse 9. So, thank you. let's get going.
0: Yes. <laughs> Stephanie, there's a beautiful revelation in the book of Revelation, chapter 7, uh, 9 to 17. Uh, this is John on the island of Patmos, as uh, Haiti reminded us. He's on a prison island, but God's mission is not limited, and he's given a revelation because we say, well, everybody's got to hear, right, Travis? Will people respond? And mm. the answer is, some will, right? Not everybody, but let's, let's hear this amazing and encouraging revelation in Revelation 7, beginning with verse 9.
3: And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. After these things, I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one, no, none could num- number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, salvation belongs to our god who sits on the throne and to the lamb all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped god saying amen (laughs) blessing and glory and wisdom thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our god forever and ever amen Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, who are these arrayed in white robes? And where did they come from? And I said to him, sir, you know. So he said to me, these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and wash their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat, for the lamb who is in the midst of the throne mm-hmm. will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes.
0: Amen. Powerful. Yes. It's moving. Yeah. Don't you want to be there? Amen. <laughs> Friend, don't you want to be there? Read that again. Amen. Revelation seven. That reminds us, by the way, of Revelation twenty-one four. Amen. He's going to wipe away every yes. tear. Amen. No more death or sorrow or crying or pain. Yeah. The former things are passed away. Passed away. Passed away. But but this is an amazing revelation and the picture we've got that God wants everyone to be with Him mm. on that great day. We're going to Revelation 22 for our final passage. Lalika, if you could read that for us in Revelation 22, beginning with verse 1. Someone, let's read it like it really matters, mm, yeah. because someone is hearing for the first time right. about this new heaven and new earth where... Mm righteousness, righteousness wells. wells, and God's mission is that we would all be with Him right. through Amen. the gift of His salvation. Let's see how it reads in Revelation 22, beginning Ver- with verse 1. One, two. 1 to 5.
9: I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And He showed me a pure river water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree war for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, mm-hmm. and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. Mm. They need no lamp nor light of of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever.
0: Amen. How do I know that's true? I mean, someone says, that sounds too good to be true. Leah, Mm. too good to be true, someone says. Really? Sounds like a fairy tale. How do I know that that revelation is true?
2: because it's the inspired Word of God. So if you give your heart to Him and you trust, then what He says will be true. I was reading this just the other day, um, the passage in Revelation 7 that Stephanie read, and I started crying because it does feel too good to be true, but we have this faith, um, and it's I can just imagine if every person that believed in Jesus and held the gift of salvation felt as moved as this when they read these passages. What would stop you? There would be no fear or hindrance from going out and fulfilling the Great Commission and filling the kingdom.
0: And thank you so much for sharing your testimony, because it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. He is the one that guarantees that it will come to pass. Travis?
8: I was just thinking, as you were just asking that question, that in Revelation 1, it calls Him the faithful witness. Mm, he's yes. faithful, yes, and He will perform the word that he. And
0: heard. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He it's is right. the beginning mm-hmm. and the end. What do you think, Gladys, as you see this beautiful picture? I
1: think that John already thought about it, saying people will doubt that. And in the following verse, he says it. He says mm-hmm. it very clear. These words are trustworthy and true mm-hmm. because God is the one who said it. And, and I, He will fulfill His
0: Beautiful. Life. And I wonder, we heard Leah's testimony about tears. I wonder if while under inspiration mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit writing, yes. John was also weeping. Wow.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen.
0: On that prison island yes. mm-hmm. with joy. Yes. Mm-hmm. God is going to wipe away all yeah. tears. There will be no more death. All of His apostle friends are probably all gone, many of them killed. Mm. No more crying or pain. The former things are passed away. Friend, you've been listening to this series on God's mission, my mission. Mm. I just pray you'd read Revelation 7, verses 9 through 17 again with a prayer in your heart. God, make this real to me, and uh, let your heart be moved by the Spirit of God not just to say, Jesus, thank You for saving me, or perhaps for the first time, Jesus, save me, Mm. but also, God, let me join You in Your mission, Mm -hmm. because there are people that I know and love who need to hear, who need to see this revelation of the immeasurable and unfailing love of God. Friends, there are people God will use you to reach that no one else could reach. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Let's join Him in His mission. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you for speaking to our hearts today. Oh, what a day that will be when the mission to save the lost is ended. And I pray that you would not only accept our commitment today as your redeemed children, but also use us to join you in your mission. While there is still time, by the power of your Holy Spirit, We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thanks for joining us for Hope Sabbath School. What a journey. What a privilege. What a hope. Go out and be a blessing to those around you.